Seltzer Kings Podcasts. What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. I mean, those kids were tortured, but they weren't killed. So where are those ghosts coming from? I don't believe there are any ghosts. One ran right through me. Not a ghost, an apparition. I believe we're dealing with a uh, kind of poltergeist, a whole cluster of them, in fact, born out of intense adolescent emotion and sexual energy. Both of which were totally pinned up during Mrs. Holt's reign of repression. So with Buffy and Riley having you know, acts of nakedness around the clock lately, maybe they set something free. Like a big burst in poltergasm. Yes. And now the poltergeists are drawing more and more energy out of them, though. Feeding on them, in fact. Buffy and Riley are powering this whole thing. Okay, they're the battery in the boot factory. So what happens when the battery's drained? They die. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy, where it is two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reactions. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. <laughs> Did someone type a question mark? <laughs> I am Vance. <laughs> and today we're talking about season four, episode 18, Where the Wild Things Are, directed by David Solomon, written by Tracy Forbes, original air date. April 25th, 2000, to an audience of 3.85 million people. And this that's a big drop-off. We're in the three millions now. Yeah. This is bad news. The show's below four. That's uh, that's my good at a time. Maybe this is uh, the catalyst for them moving to UPN. Because I know at a certain point they moved to UPN from WB. Were they the same? They were two different stations? Yeah, apparently. And also, I think it was like Angel was still on WB while Buffy was on UPN. But I got to say this off the bat. Not a fan of this episode. Yeah. This this episode was kind of lame. And I didn't like I I don't know what the message was. (laughs) And it didn't tie into the, the larger plot as a whole. It felt like like Adam is nowhere to be found in this one. My thing with this episode is I do not understand the initiative. Yeah. I don't believe any of this stuff would happen in the house, especially. All I'll say is this proves my point that Force was not getting laid in that house. <laughs> <laughs> I brought that up before. And none of the frat guys are getting laid. That's why they always yeah. talking about girls and stuff. Yeah. Because this would have happened. They've had parties there before. Yeah, like raucous parties. It's a frat house. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Right. I just, not a fan of this one. It, it, It'll be yeah. fun to talk about because there's some stuff. Yeah. 
But uh, before we get into the episode, got to give a freaking sh- 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 shout out to our boy, Holy Fat Fish, Discord user Holy Fat Fish. He uh, left a five-star Spotify review and sent me a DM about it. So thank you for that five-star review. And uh, also, if you guys want to get a sh- sh- shout out, that is um, the way to do that is... Uh, Either do you have a five-star on Spotify, screenshot send it to my DMs at Joe Welke, or do a five-star rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, we look at those every time right before we do a recording. And yeah. Every morning. Make, uh, every morning you yeah. re- read the reviews. Yeah. We haven't had one of those Apple Podcast ones in a while. And I know we've got new listeners, all right? So everybody freaking get on that. And also join our Discord. Link is in the show notes. And also join our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Boys Watching Buffy. We're doing Boys Watching Angel. And we also do movies. Last movie we did was Mr. Fix-It starring David Boreanaz, which is free and on YouTube unless you're in certain countries, as we learned. <laughs> Got to get a VPN if you want to watch it or something. I don't know. Yeah, where, I, don't, yeah I don't know if, uh, if JustWatch.com or the Just Watch app works overseas, too, for showing you like where you can stream stuff. That's what mm-hmm. I used to figure out where things are streaming since there's a billion streamers now. So Yeah. And without further ado, let's get into where the wild things are. So the episode opens up with a recap of every relationship that has happened in the show, basically. <laughs> it's yeah. Willow and Tara. It's Riley and Buffy. It's Xander and Anya and all of that stuff. Um, so the episode actually opens up with Buffy beating up a vampire in a graveyard and Riley's there helping, uh, Buffy crossbows. Like there's a point where Riley's holding a vampire, like in a full Nelson or something. And Buffy's got a crossbow and she shoots. I was like, whoa, that is risky as hell. It was risky as hell for Buffy to like sit down, go to a crossbow and spend time trying to like string the arrow on it. While Riley's fighting a vampire, Riley, just a regular guy with some military training, isn't even on drugs anymore. Yeah, I'm like, Buffy, you handle that since you're the slayer. Maybe he'll grab the crossbow and shoot, you know, like, yeah, seems like that's the thing. Or you know what? He also is part of the military. Why does he not have those electric guns or more weaponry? It also seems like he's cool with the initiative people again. Like, how come they're not helping? I am so confused by this. And, like, yeah. Buffy just gets to hang out with them? Yeah. Like, are they all past all of this stuff now? Like, <laughs> It's one of those things that we just have to assume was resolved off screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then another demon comes out and is fighting. And it seemed like that demon was in love with the vampire or something. Yeah. He, so the one that Riley had in a full Nelson... And Buffy, like, shoots a crossbow. Another demon comes out and saves the vampire. And then they're like, well, that was weird. Um, but they divide and conquer. Uh, they kill... Riley kills the vampire. Buffy kills the demon. And then they are get together and they're like, well, that was weird. Demons don't really work in tandem with vampires. But uh, we should probably tell Giles about that. But while they're saying that, they're, like, petting each other. Well, they're like very awkward, and, and like, are you all right? Yeah, it's, it's horny. We should definitely, we should tell Giles about this. Yeah, we'll tell Giles. Yeah, it's really, it's really weird. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing great. Are you? T- oh my god, I'm doing great. 
and then they uh, get all horny and then they just go back to Riley's place to bang. So I wanted to go back to the vamps hate demons line here. Yeah. I think that's been kind of a thing throughout the story, but Mm -hmm. it kind of it's weird because Spike got kicked out of the demon bar by demons who were Mm -hmm. mad that he had turned on demons. Yeah. But vamps and demons don't really like each other anyway. So yeah, like Spike, when he discovered that he could hurt demons, yeah, he was all he was fighting a demon. Yeah, he was like, I'll, yeah. he was about to beat up Giles when he was a demon. He's like, I don't give a fuck. That guy's big. He's a demon. I'm gonna fight him. Like, yeah, like so they demons and vampires don't like each other. The bar hassle just seems like a scene for us, and yeah. that and that hasn't even played a part that much. I don't feel like he's like, oh man, I can't go anywhere. Yeah, it would seem like he'd be constantly in peril and like running from rogue demon gangs and like, oh, there he is. There's the traitor or yeah, whatever. But a man without a, a home, as, as they say, you know? Yeah. And you brought up this last episode, I believe, where no one seems to be worried about the chip in the head thing. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, do they mention it but not care about it at all when they yeah. are really in a position to this episode. Yeah, I mean, what are they doing? Chip. What are they doing? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> that chip is world-changing technology, and it's just like swept under the rug. I don't even care about that. I care more about if you're Spike, you want the chip out of your head. Yeah, why are you not doing anything, anything to like try to work towards that goal? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. But anyway, so then we get the intro, and uh, we come back to Buffy and Riley. They're sleeping together. Not like banging, but they are asleep together. And uh, Riley wakes up, and he like, sneaks out of the room to go to the bathroom. And he's, he kind of hears some rustling going on, and he's going around to investigate. And he goes to the bathroom, and the, the, the rustling's still happening. And he, he kind of hears like a leaky faucet, and he goes over to the bathtub. Which in fucking what dorm room do they have like a bath, a standalone bathtub like that? That was like an old school 1950s, like just standalone tub. Well, this house was built in the 1940s. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, But he, you know, pulls back the curtain and you think that something's going to be there, but it's just a leaky like leaky faucet and he just turns it off and he's like, whew, all right. What a scare. Yeah. (laughs) So now we have our boy Xander driving an ice cream truck. And I wasn't a fan of the Xander odd jobs running gag, but this one was probably the funniest one for me. (laughs) I don't know why you weren't a fan of it, because it's just like just throw just throw him in a costume and a job. Yeah. This one was super funny. I don't know why, but he's driving an ice cream truck with Anya. Yeah. And Anya, they're talking about how Riley's going to have a party. And Anya doesn't want to go to the house because they're demon hunters. And she feels uneasy around them. And Xander's like, come on, babe. Like, they don't even know you're a demon, babe. Just go to a party. Anya's like, no, I don't want to do it. And I got to say something, Xander. You You must not find me attractive anymore. You don't find me hot anymore. We haven't had sex in forever. And Xander's like, it's been one night. They've gone... She mentions that they've only gone two nights ever without having sex. Yeah. Which is 
That's wild, dude. Good on you, Xander, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to be like a, I guess like when you're 18, 19, you got that horny. Oh, no, yeah, man. definitely. But like all the adventures and chaos and stuff they've gone through, like the days where he was running from demons, like they, yeah. they didn't skip a day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about that? Was it one of those days when they all had that sleepover? Did they still yeah. sleep together that day? Like. Yeah, they snuck off into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did it on top of Giles and that floaty or whatever he was uh, on. Thanksgiving when he had uh, syphilis and gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I guess he was feeling better that day. She was mad then, though, because yeah. they weren't because they were only having sex. Yeah. And now she women, right? You can't yeah. <laughs> can't fucking please these these broads. <laughs> First we're having too much sex. Now we're not having enough sex. <laughs> no, but, but it's like, like really weird. They're just making her like it seems like she doesn't understand people, but she was around them. Yeah. Again, she's been around for eleven hundred years. Yeah. You think she'd pick up on some stuff. But she wants to know why they aren't having sex anymore. And she thinks that Xander has gotten tired of her and she thinks that they're breaking up. And Xander's like, I didn't say any of this. I'm sorry we didn't have sex last night. But, uh, you know, relationships are more about more than just about having sex. You know that, right? Like, we don't have to have sex all the time. And Anya's like, but I want to. And if you don't want to have sex with me, that means that we're breaking up. And that means that you don't like me anymore. And then, then comes the vengeance. I've seen this a million times through my 1100 years of living. And now you're going to dump me because you don't find me attractive anymore. And then Xander's like, oh, and then she also is like, is there something wrong with your body? Gives yeah. him a, like a, an erectile dysfunction thing. And he's like, no, trust me, there's nothing wrong with my boners. Okay, that's all good. Her, but her thing about the vengeance, she did vengeance on him when he was yeah. cheating on Cordelia, but he wasn't sleeping with Willow. And I don't know if he was sleeping with Cordelia yet at that point either. I don't think that he was because remember, he lost his virginity to faith. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but then Xander is like, all right, you know what? Fine. You want to fuck? Let's do it. Let's bang right now. He starts unbuttoning his little weird ice cream truck thing. And and they're like yelling about like, let's have sex. No, let's do it. Let's have sex right now. And then they turn and there is an audience of children and parents. There's a kid in a wheelchair <laughs> just staring at them outside the ice cream truck with their money ready to get ice cream. Paying witness to this entire fight. Mm-hmm. And then they're all like, oh, shit, we shouldn't have been having this fight in an ice cream truck right now. Um, is it different in California? Does the ice cream truck not have that ice cream truck song that the East Coast has? Because it's not playing at all. I don't know why all these people gather. Yeah, I thought that it was like if the song is playing, it's open for business. Yeah. But if it's not playing. I know they didn't fucking... want it playing because like. They're having a dialogue scene, but they didn't yeah. even like tease any in the background. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that's the East Coast ice cream truck sound. Dude, there was a fucking ice cream truck that would be outside of my house in Baltimore and it would park right outside of our house and it would stay there for like an hour. We just had that goddamn song playing. Yeah. 
It was so fucking annoying. When you're past kid age, that is no longer fun. <laughs> yeah. It's such a nuisance. When, when getting ice cream isn't the highest thing on your <laughs> list of to-dos. <laughs> Um, so next scene is Giles trying to figure out, you know, Buffy and, and Riley tell Giles about the vampire and demon working together. And Giles is like, that's, well, that's quite peculiar because they don't seem quite fond of each other. Usually. I don't know why they're working together. I wish we would have followed up on that because this thread doesn't go anywhere. Right. Uh, well, they determine that it's, they think that Adam brought them together. Oh, that's what they think. Yeah, okay. well, it's it's Buffy, Riley, Willow, and Tara yeah, yeah, yeah. all in that, like, college, I mean, like, quad I, place. I'll be honest. I was drifting in and out during this scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they Giles posits that Adam is the person that brought them together, and then Willow kind of likens Adam to Martin Luther King. Yes. And then <laughs> they just hold on her face as she, like, comes to grips with what she just said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so then Giles is basically like, you guys should patrol more, investigate this situation. And Riley's like, oh, I can't patrol tonight. I'm having a fucking party. And Giles is like, I'm sorry, what? And Riley's like, yeah, everybody's fucking, you know, stressed out about this whole Adam situation. I think it's time we let loose, have a little party, give him a little morale booster. <laughs> like the military always does. <laughs> those, those, those Middle East keggers. Yeah. And then, uh, so they, they do USO shows, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They uh, so then they're like, "Well, Giles, if you want to come to the party, you're more than welcome to." And then Giles is like, "As much as I'd like to come to the party, I have to go to um the espresso pump for some uh a grown up thing. I'm having a meeting of grown ups, and everyone's like, "Say no more. We won't fucking bother you, dude. We remember last time what happened when you were doing shit on private. You were banging Olivia." And, I love that he's going to a place that they just happen to go to. Yeah. That's like if you were like, oh, I got something to do with the bronze. It's like, well, you're going to run into somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the espresso pump is the one Starbucks in this one Starbucks yeah. town. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So then they're like, all right, everybody, that's a good plan. We've got a good plan. We're going to party tonight. Giles is going to do his grown up thing. And then Buffy's like, yeah. All right. And then Riley's like, hey, Buffy, don't you have class in like 20 minutes? And Buffy's like, yeah, I do have class in 20 minutes. And Riley's like, you want to want me to, you know, walk you to that class? I've got enough time to do do something before that class, right? And Buffy's like, yeah, we, we do. Let's we got to go to class. See you guys. And so they scurry off to go bang. And Willow and Terror are like, isn't that cool? And Jaws like rolls his eyes. Yeah, he knows what they're doing. They he try to they up. try to explain, and he's like, Yeah, I've I yeah, know. I, I are you serious? I fucked Buffy's mom. Right. But later, <laughs> but later when Xander mentions it, I'm gonna be confused as hell. <laughs> yeah. I'm the ripper. Yeah. I'm flying chicks from England yeah. to bang. You think I don't know what's going on here? <laughs> he's like, I could have any one of you kids too if I want. <laughs> And that's not even that far-fetched from where this episode goes. No, it's goes. not. No, it's not. And I remember in Discord, me saying some shit and people being like, ew, no, never mention Giles and any of the kids. And then fucking guess what happens in this episode? And I'm going to say, 
I don't think the bad guys in this episode should be kids. <laughs> also, <laughs> it's a fucking weird man. This is a weird episode. Yeah, that's why I don't like it. It's, I don't like this one. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah. So, yeah, they go off the bang. And now we have uh, Graham and Forrest walking around <laughs> the, the frat house. And they stop to listen in on Buffy and R- Riley banging at their door. And they're like, these kids, they just will not stop banging, huh? <laughs> and it's like gross moaning sounds that we've never yeah. heard from them. Yeah. And like we, they're like, well, at least they're keeping warm because they're really cold. Like the power must have went out or something. And we also cut into uh, where Riley and Buffy are banging, and Riley grabs a condom. Dorex. Dorex must have won the uh, the bidding war against Trojan. Yeah, yeah. They had to very, show safe sex, you know. They yeah, I was about to say, very responsible. Kudos <laughs> to you, Riley. <laughs> and so Graham and Forrest go downstairs, and they're like, man, they those two, they're fucking like rabbits, aren't they? Oh, that's crazy. And then we see a guy that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Dude named Mason. Mm-hmm. And they start talking to him about like, yeah, fucking Riley and Buffy. They're banging really hard up there. And Mason's like, ha, 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 those kids. <laughs> I'm it's... just trying to stoke a fire in a fireplace <laughs> like, a, like a normal military <laughs> kid. Like, what? <laughs> what is this, man? Yeah. So he's like doing this fireplace. And then he sits down on a recliner like like a fucking father does. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was looking at that fireplace. I was like, is this the fireplace from Jonathan's mansion? Like the set like, oh. like the set sheep looks the same until you like until they cut wide and you see like the other side. But I'm like, this looks eerily like they dressed up the same fireplace for it that. It could be. Yeah. It could be. But yeah, so Mason sits down at this uh right in front of this fireplace, kicks his feet up. And then the fire just out of nowhere as Riley or and or Buffy climax. The fire in the fireplace just explodes on the Mason's face. It's <laughs> like, whoa! <laughs> and then uh, Graham and Forrest are like, oh, holy shit. They pat him out. Graham did a great job getting that little blanket, that little banner and trying yeah. to uh, smother the fire. Yeah, man. Kudos to him, man. Smokey the bear would come in and (laughs) say, good job. Yeah. So we then go to Anya, who is just walking around alone. She's going to the bronze. And Spike jumps out in vampire face and scares her. And he's like, give me all your money. And Anya's like, dude, I'm not fucking afraid of you. I know that you can't hurt me. And I know who you are. So get lost. And Spike's like, damn it. Well, what, what if are he, you doing? What if he was just a regular vampire? Yeah, I don't she'd know. be dead. Yeah, she absolutely would be. And she screams, and no one, no one reacts. Yeah, there is like a a crowd of people outside of the that Bronx, we can see, like. and she's yeah. scre- a woman screams, and there's a guy in a leather jacket towering over, her, and no one bats an eye. <laughs> And anyone that goes to the bronze has to know that this is the most violent place to be. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. But then Spike is like, oh, you're here alone. Where's freaking boy toy Xander? 
And she's like, "Ugh, he's at a party, and I like I was invited, but I'm not going because it's with people that I don't like." And Spike is like, huh, "Well, you don't have any friends. You're here alone. You're a loser." And she's like, "You're here alone, scaring people to rob them. Like you're a loser." And he's like, "All right, fair, fair point." <laughs> I love that he's robbing people for blood and beer money. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Why is he not leaving town? If you're, yeah, I don't if you're get not it. if you're not going to work with the Scoobies and if you're not going to track down the initiative for like a cure for your chip, then what are you doing, man? Yeah, I don't know. Like and he's like like public enemy number 1 there. Like vampire hunters don't like him. Demons, well, I just don't get why they didn't kill him. Yeah. He doesn't have any use for them anymore. I, they really were setting it up like he was going to be part of their team. He could fight mm-hmm. demons. He's going to join in. He's going to be like, fuck it. I just, I don't like working with you guys, but I'll do it because you guys know where the action is or something. Yeah, like he just likes being violent. Yeah. Like that's what I thought it was going to be. But now he like refuses to help anytime. He doesn't want to be around them. He doesn't, he's not like tracking down Riley and being like, what the fuck did you do to me, dude? Yeah. And he's just a vagrant. Yeah, and now demons in the town don't like him either. So, yeah. bounce, man. And you're not from Sunnydale. Yeah. yeah. Just go anywhere. Yeah. Maybe just because he's got that good, like, butcher blood hookup in Sunnydale or something. Like, But it doesn't seem that way. It's not even a hellmouth in Sunnydale anymore. I mean, the hellmouth's there, but it's not active. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um. So, yeah, they go into the bronze together to kind of commiserate. So, then we go to Riley's party. And the gang is all there, and Xander's talking to everybody about the ice cream truck situation, and Anya's not coming because she doesn't trust the initiative. And everybody is, like, noticing that Buffy and Riley are just gawking at each other from across the room. Like, Buffy's not paying attention to anything that anybody's saying. She does the whole thing where it's like, Willow does this thing of like, hey, I borrowed your top and I spilled shit all over it. And Buffy's like, uh-huh, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. And Forrest and Graham are over there with Riley and they're noticing that Riley's just staring at Buffy. And then they're like, everybody I feel like in this situation is like, will you two just go fuck already? Like, you're not paying attention. This isn't fun. Just go away. I gotta say, I gotta have to do a little Vance's fashion corner. Ooh, Vance fashion corner. All right, I'm excited. Forrest in the salmon turtleneck. Dude, the turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> For a party? <laughs> like it is cold there, Vance. They did it is have cold. It. I think he can pull off the salmon. It's yeah. just the turtleneck salmon. It's and it's not even like a half turtle. It's yeah, like it's like up like to his way. chin, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's wild to me that they still had this party after Mason got his face blown off. <laughs> the fireplace is on, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they like mentioned like in their conversation, like, yeah, Mason's not coming. He didn't want to be around the girls with no eyebrows. You're like what? You still have this party? <laughs> also, you're having a party above the initiative. Yes. It's above a secret headquarters. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that we thought about how crazy that is previously. And it's a military-funded operation having underage kids get drunk. Yeah. I think that they can look the other way about that. But, I mean, it's just... it's crazy, Yeah, I guess soldiers dude. are un- underage and drinking. Yeah. But... 
moral of the story, Buffy and Riley leave this party and scene to go bang some more. So then we go back to the bronze with Anya and Spike and they're commiserating about they miss having their demon powers. Anya's like, man, I fucking wish I could do the vengeance shit that I used to do. And Spike's like, yeah, I wish that I could fucking feast on some people. And they're kind of like, I guess you never really know how lucky you were until it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Stop and smell the corpses. Yeah. Um, I will say this about Anya's power. I don't think she'd be able to do anything to Xander. Because yeah, I don't either. Her powers were wish related. Yeah, like someone had to say, "I wish." Like Cordelia could, had to say it. Could she say it to herself? I don't think so. I don't think a genie can grant three wishes to itself. You know? Yeah. Like, because then he would never be in a lamp. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> her thing would be like she would have to find him someone else to hook up with, and then mm-hmm. corrupt them to wish the thing. Like yeah. her powers aren't great. Yeah, for personal vengeance yeah, goals. Yeah. Um, but they are commiserating, and then they're like, man, I wish I could fucking kill people. Anya's like, man, I wish I could do vengeance on Xander for not fucking me for one night. Talk about <laughs> toxic relationship. God Dude, damn. We, we talk on Discord about like her just focused on sex, and then last episode she had some good like fun lines that weren't sex-related, but this is just like... It's so hard to gauge Anya now. It's like, yeah, I get it. She doesn't understand people and relationships because she was a vengeance demon. But she would have caused vengeance on people with or without sex being like, it wasn't every time someone stopped having sex, they just asked for vengeance. They would like get cheated on. Someone didn't love yeah. them. Like, uh, like other, left them. Yeah. Like, like, uh, probably like some, like, lied to beat dad or lied something. Lied to him about something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, then Spike is like, you know what? You want to just go out and do some fucking vengeance stuff? Let's just go out and do it. Like, you you kill Xander. I'll go find Drusilla. And I'll stake her. And I was like, Spike, you can't stake anybody, buddy. He can stake a demon. Oh, he can stake a demon. You're right. Yeah. So he wants to go find Drusilla and stake her and... And he's like, and then Anya's like, nah, I don't want to do that. No, as fun as that sounds, we shouldn't do it. And Spike's like, yeah, fuck. And then just kind of sit and start drinking some yeah. more. He's like, I, she's like, you can do Drusilla. And he's like, well, maybe later. Yeah. I did like them commiserating over the lack of power. Now, is Anya drinking a beer here? Because remember the last time she was at the bronze, she couldn't get served because she didn't have an ID? Ooh. Um, yeah, but that's probably just for that joke. Yeah. That that bartender died a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) He he turned down one vampire without an ID and it was it. (laughs) Cause I'm sure Spike doesn't have an ID. Maybe he does. I'm sure he has a fake. Yeah. It's easy enough to get a fake. He also looks like he's older than 21. So you just serve him. Yeah. So now we go back to the frat house at the party and there's some random guy there talking to some girl about language and how language tastes and, the, and the comes t- off the tongue and the i was taste like taste of the? language and i was like yeah like, what kind of g- game is this i was like is this a guy i need to know for the rest <laughs> yeah, of this episode exactly. or is he about to die like <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly my thought i was like oh both of these people are about to die right, right now. now and instead they touch a wall which is i think buffy and uh riley's wall bedroom wall and he puts his hand on it, and 
is straight up having an orgasm from touching this wall. Yes, he is. I was I the, the note in my notes is did he just come in his pants? <laughs> yeah, and like he's shuddering and like oh oh my god oh. And Jesus. I mean, what are we? What is happening? Yeah, man, that is one sexy wall. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know what this episode is going for. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> like. Are they saying that sex is bad or are they saying that not having sex is bad? Is sex with Riley and Buffy the best sex anyone can have? Yeah. Also, I want to mention too, it is pouring raining where we are here. So if you hear some like pitter patter of something going on in the background, uh, it might be from where I am. So just keep that in mind, everybody. But yeah, dude touches a wall, comes in his pants. <laughs> Great transition. Is that that's your pitter patter excuse? <laughs> uh, and then we have what is the most unfortunate scene for a Xander defender like me. I I think I think it goes back and forth. I yeah. So Xander walks up to some like like where the drinks are being served, I guess, or where they're making drinks. Mm-hmm. And he sees this lady. His lady name is Julie. And he's like making eyes at her. And then they kind of start, uh, they kind of start flirting with each other because she's like, "Hey, are you here with anybody?" And Xander's like, "Does it look like I'm here?" Well, with I anybody? think it starts when she says something, and he makes one of his dumb jokes, and mm-hmm. she finds it funny, and he's like, "Oh wait, what?" Is that good, bad? Like, I should leave or good? Like, you know, like he's, yeah, it's like uncomfortable stuff. She's like, a little bit of both. And then she asks if he's here with anybody. And then she starts, yeah. So he doesn't go over with intent necessarily to like, I think he's going to get a drink or something. Yeah, it looks like he's going to get a drink, but it does look like he is like kind of making eyes at her. Yeah, you're going to notice a person, but like he says his line, but he doesn't say his line in a a way to flirt Mm -hmm. at the beginning. And then, She's like looking at him, and then then it's like, "Are you here by yourself?" Mm -hmm. And he's not a liar. He's not a liar. He does say, "I'm not here." Does it look like I'm here with anybody or whatever? One of his slick, he has quote unquote slick lines, but this one does not a lie. Yeah, he's like, "Right now, I'm not here with anybody. Looks like I'm here with you." And she's like, "Oh," and I was like, "Xander, don't you fucking do it, dude. Don't you dare." After I've defended you so harshly amongst criticism, don't I mean, you go and do that? You're defending him. He already cheated on Cordelia with Willow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? This is like nothing. <laughs> they were on Fair a break. Point. They were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some dicey territory too yeah. with uh, where he and Anya stand. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Xander's kind of Got some potential wandering eyes in this scene. And then we go to Buffy going to Riley and they're, you know, they just banged and Buffy's like, we're going to bang after this party and it's going to be dope. Um, And then some random guy from before, the random guy that was touching the wall before that came in his pants. He, another random guy walks by named Evan I think, like, the girl, I think the girl he was talking to had already touched the wall to herself. Yeah. So, like, now everybody's, like, 
honestly, this this would go crazy around the party. Everybody would be touching the Well, it seems like orgasm. a crowd. Yeah, a crowd Towards is later, kind of gathered yeah. around. Yeah. Um, like, but like as a wall would be the biggest. <laughs> like, yeah. You could, sell, you could sell tickets to that thing. <laughs> but uh, the guy is like, hey, Evan, come here. Come here, dude. Come and touch this wall. And Evan's like, why would I fucking want to touch this wall? He touches the wall. He's like, oh, 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 God. And now, like, people are watching this guy come in his I pants. was just happy that the guy let his hand go. Because I thought mm-hmm. he was going to keep holding his hand while he was having them. I was like, I was like this is a moment where you shouldn't even, like, look at him while this is happening. Yeah. And He's that making was, his like, own face. And that guy was, like, grabbing at his crotch while this was happening. It was... Yeah, and there's like four or five people around this wall, like looking at him, like laughing, and, and like, that girl's ah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just weird. This episode's <laughs> fucking weird, dude. <laughs> I gotta say, like, remember you said, oh, we're gonna like ratchet up to for the end game because it's yeah, not no. <laughs> I was just about to say, I feel like things of more consequence for Buffy the Vampire Slayer happen in Angel than in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Like the the episode of Angel that uh, like season one episode eighteen of Angel mm-hmm. feels like it's more of a Buffy like uh, conclusion or like continuation of the drama <laughs> going on than this does. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but anyway, where's Parker? <sighs> yeah, dude, Parker would fucking. I mean, he is the orgasm wall, you know what I'm saying? They touch him. <laughs> if Parker got trapped in the wall and was causing people to have orgasms oh. through its touch, that would be insane. Turn him into like a sex monster. Why not? Yeah, like kind of like how, uh, what's her name's mom was a trophy? Turn Parker <laughs> yeah. into the orgasm wall. <laughs> that poor what's that I, girl's name they're amy the rat yeah. yeah i for some reason thought that somehow this was going to tie together with those two vampires like i missed the adam mention in that scene so i thought like hey what's something about buffy and riley hooking up is causing like everyone in the town to fall in love or mm. fall into lust Hmm. but no no that's yeah it's just an orgasm wall uh that's completely unrelated to any of that and then we find out that Tara is a horse girl. Yeah. And that's the most, unf- you know what? In if we're talking likability rankings, Tara just plummeted. <laughs> and I'm sorry out there to any horse girl listeners. Yeah, Joe, sorry. Joe has a strong stance. I am a little indifferent because I don't interact with too many. I only know one person that rides. No, I know, I've, I know like two people that ride, but I don't talk to them. I, like, I don't. I'm not around them constantly. I've been around quite a few horse girls in my day, and I, I, I apologize. Generally, in in my personal history, not a fan. I think the two horse girls I know have the exact same name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tara and Willow are talking about horses, and mm-hmm. and Willow's like, "I've never ridden a horse before," and Tara's like, "You want to ride? I'll take you riding." And Willow's like, yeah, that sounds great. And then Willow puts her Willow hand. Willow says she was bitten by a pony or something. Oh. So she, has horse. She, has, she has issues. <laughs> yeah. But, like, everything's going fine. Everything's honky-dory. And then Willow puts her hand on Tara's knee. And then Tara shrieks back. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't touch me. That's disgusting. And Willow's like, what? 
are you all right? And Tara's like, no, don't touch me. I don't like this. And Willow's like, I mean, we've been doing sexy witchcraft together. Like, you sent me into the orgasm realm. <laughs> like, I should touch that wall and see if the orgasm wall or the orgasm <laughs> or the nether <laughs> realm or whatever. I got to rate all that. <laughs> all the Tara, supernatural let's touch the orgasm wall together. <laughs> This is why people aren't leaving Sunnydale. They're just getting random <laughs> orgasms from ghosts and astral just planes. People going, people going up and touching every wall. Like, is, <laughs> yeah. there, is this another one? We got another one. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? It just dawned on me that when uh, Willow was sent to like the nether realm or whatever, like the nether regions, <laughs> like, that just dawned on me. <laughs> the nether regions yeah. <laughs> they do say regions and not realm don't they no i think they say realm but do then they? it just clicked in my head that it was like yeah. nether it could be nether regions and now it's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> the show man yeah but uh yeah tara is like whoa dude don't no, i think they say nether name. region i went back on my note it says nether region i wrote down really? nether region well all right <laughs> they then. didn't even try to settle <laughs> <laughs> maybe they see a realm i don't know but um but anyway uh so tara's like i'm sorry i i just don't i gotta go to the bathroom i'm going to the bathroom so tara leaves and willow's all confused she's like i thought that we were fucking sexy witches together i thought i don't know what was going on what's happening here i, I just put my hand on her knee yeah we were sitting on the staircase you know the most high traffic area in the party <laughs> Yeah, and they're taking up the whole oh, staircase. staircase. They're not at the top, you know, where the, the landing, you know, where you can yeah. hang out. Yeah. But anyway, so now Spike and Anya show up to the party. And at, this was like after the bronze thing. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go to the party. No one's going to stop us from going to the party. And we're going to go and we'll have a good time. And we're going to ruin their good time or whatever. So Spike shows up and he's like, Something here seems familiar. Something is happening here. And Anya's like, yeah, dildo. This is fucking where the initiative is. Yeah, and I'm like, how do you not know? <laughs> what have you been doing? Yeah. So then Xander shows up and he's like, what are you guys? Anya, what are you doing here? Anya, why are you with Spike? What's going on here? And... And then he's like, are you fucking hooking up with Spike now? Like, because we didn't have sex for one night. And Anya's like, no, I did not have sex with Spike. Don't worry about it, Xander. And then this is where I was like, I mean, Xander, a lot of nerve. You were just kind of making eyes with that Julie chick. And a lot of fucking nerve, bud. It's a little different to sleep with a vampire. Yeah. An evil vampire. Okay. okay. And he but, was just uh, making eyes. With, I mean, he did. I don't know. Yeah. So then Spike starts to kind of like chide Xander, like, oh, yeah, maybe if I did have sex with her, I'd fucking put her out of uh, whatever. Uh, he's like, you, you know about it or whatever. Like, I heard that you can't get it up. I was waiting boy. to see what random, what random line you were going to put in Spike's mouth. It's like, go for it, Joe. That's why your ankle stool be back behind her ankle. You were teeing up. You were like, you were winding up for like a delivery of. I'm paraphrasing. 
that, yeah, I do have a habit of doing that. <laughs> I was like, what is this going to be? Uh, that train went nowhere, though. <laughs> I was ready for it. Yeah. But he's like teasing Xander. And then Xander's like, oh, oh, you're going to fucking tease me in this place? Hey, everybody. This is Hostel 17. Hostel 17 is here. That's him. And then Spike starts freaking out. And he's like, uh, uh, he's looking around. But fucking nobody does anything. This killed me. This yeah. killed me in the inside. So bad. Like, and then he just goes, oh, they're not paying attention. I'm going to go get a beer. How? How is this yeah. happening? How is yeah. a guy that they've been chasing after allowed to walk into their party? They have nothing. They have nothing around to stop vampires from getting into the frat house, which is one step away from getting down to the initiative. He broke out of the initiative. Yep. So he should know how to break back in. I mean, Adam was able to hop in a vent Mm -hmm. (laughs) and go. And he's like gigantic. I just don't get how not one soldier. Like later, there's a scene where a guy's like, hey, do I I recognize you? And that's about Mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, are we not doing anything? Is he not going to ask questions? Is he not going to try to figure out a way to sneak down there or like get information? Are they so dumb that they don't know what the like Forrest knows what he looks like? Yeah, Forrest was going on a on a mission to kill this guy. Yeah, they he fought him in like he saw him in his binoculars and was yeah. like, "Hey, check out what we got. It's yeah. Hostel 17. And they shot him. And they were tracking, like two of the goons. They were like, tracking him on the street. Him. Yeah. Uh, do they not care anymore, or are they just oblivious? They're not that drunk. I, I mean, it's one thing for him to walk in and have somebody recognize him. But then there's somebody else screaming, this is Hostel 17, and no one does anything. Someone is saying military code jargon that only yeah. you guys would know. And no one, like, looks over and, like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, at and least they come over and then, like, Riley's like, no, no, you know how you guys are cool with Buffy being a slayer and this thing that you guys don't even know how it actually works? He's cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's just so weird. And you know what I was thinking about? I think I brought this up in the last episode about how no, there's like no tracker inside of Adam and they can't find him. Mm-hmm. There was a tracker inside of Spike and they didn't put a tracker inside of Adam. Remember they were tracking Spike. Well, they shot him with the tracker. They didn't like put one in him. Oh, okay. Fair. Fair enough. Damn. Um, But yeah, so nobody does anything about Spike being there screaming about Hostel 17. He's like, all right, I'm just going to go get a beer. So he walks off. And then Anya and Xander consider, uh, they go back to having their their ending of a relationship fight. And it seems like Anya may have dumped him at this point, or Xander dumps her. Dumps yeah, her. seems like it's a full breakup at this yeah, point. Yeah, because they're like, I'm going to dump you before you dump me. Yeah. Anya says that to Xander. And it's like, you can't dump me. I'm dumping you. The whole, like, you can't fire me, I quit type of thing. And they're screaming at each other from, like, across the party. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, you know what? It's over. If you're dumping me, I'm dumping you. It's over. And Xander's like, all right, fine. So then he's like, all right, well, this is like freaking. This is stuff that happens in a party full of extras that aren't allowed to interact with the lead actors. (laughs) Because in a real party, you would just be gawking at this. 
absolutely and like for entertainment value like you wouldn't just be like oh my god they're breaking up i'm concerned you'd be like this is wild yeah 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 dude that's just like hilarious entertainment to be and then you and your friend will be like you see my fucking head i mean yeah we'll get to the orgasm wall but let me tell you about this and then some creeps will be like hey hey man that guy's real that guy's a real asshole. Yeah, Can I get you a drink? There'll be a lot of broke sl- up with you from across the party like that. I never. I would do never that. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to call you. <laughs> I was, uh, you know what? There's this wall upstairs. Let me take you to this wall. <laughs> you know what you need? That would have been perfect. That would have yep. been perfect. Dude was like, you know what you need, lady? Yeah. This wall. That would have been a money <laughs> shot. <laughs> If you just give her a wall orgasm first time you meet her. Yeah. I mean, she's all about sex. Yeah. That's all she cares about. Just take her to the wall. Is the wall orgasm, are they having sexual energy just from Buffy and Riley? Or is it something more? I don't know, man. Because they mentioned that like Buffy and Riley are like the battery that's powering these spirits or some shit later on. Which is so gross. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, man. Um, and they introduced this real late. Yeah. Yeah, like a good two-thirds of the way into the episode, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because like, I'm really a big this? fan. I'm really a big fan of the structure of the Buffy shows where, like, you get that first act. Before that first commercial break, everything's set up, and you get this, like, nice commercial break twist, and you're like, all right, this is the episode's kind of going to be about. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm kind of on board for this. Like... Yeah. And then this one, you're just like, oh, there's nothing in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this one <laughs> like, all right. takes a while to get going. Yeah. And it's all over the place. Yeah. This should have just been about Adam making the demons like be friends with other demons and like starting his weird little cult of demon vampires. Like that's, yeah. I want to see more of that just yeah, the Martin Sprinkle Luther in. King uh, <laughs> Jr. of of the demon world. <laughs> yeah, because they consider... I had a floppy disk that <laughs> said that one day. Because <laughs> they consider demons and vampires racist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. After Xander and Anya had this fight, Xander stumbles into a game of spin the bottle, which... Would never fucking happen in a college environment. Well, he said, he did say something. He did like comment on like how this is like high school and college. Yeah. Um, He's like, oh, don't mind if I do too. I cannot say I've ever played Spin the Bottle. Yeah, me neither. Or have did seen it? it played. Yeah, if you've ever, has anyone, like, well, is I'm that sure people a, have. I'm sure that people have. I also never how else did, are you like, going to kiss? How else are you going to kiss someone? Yeah, just I, like, I don't know. Just I also never ha- saw or played Seven Minutes in Heaven. No. There's a really good like YouTube web series, Seven Minutes in Heaven. Uh, oh, Mike O'Brien. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that was a great web series. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that was from before he was on SNL, too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I think maybe before he was acting in it, but he might still have been writing for. It. I don't know exact times, yeah. but yeah. 
You know what I'm discovering? We were kind of robbed of a lot of these childhood games. We never played light as a feather, stiff as a board, which we talked about. I don't think we were robbed of that. We were robbed, Vance. (laughs) I don't think any guys played that. We never did spin the bottle or seven minutes in heaven. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't think. I don't think. uh, I I always wondered, like, what if you were, like, a dude and you did spin the bottle and it landed on another dude? Would you just respin? I think you it was like, a respin. I think in the in the nineties, early two thousands, it's the respin. Yeah. I think now it's like you're gonna do it. Yeah. Everybody's do doing it, it. Or you're a bigot. <laughs> 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 um, but while he walks into this game of spin the bottle, he notices that girl from earlier, Julie, is playing and she's making eyes at him and he's like, All right, you know what? Now that it seems like I'm broken up, I'm going to get in on this game and freaking kiss this br- lady. What a weird party. They haven't spin the bottle. There's an orgasm wall. Who goes to spin the bottle when there's an orgasm wall at the party? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking cut out the middleman, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the wall. <laughs> hey, hey, my turn, my turn. <laughs> um, so now we got Spike drinking alone at the party. And some guy's like, oh, do I recognize you? And Spike's like, yeah, I get that a lot. And the guy's like, all right, good enough excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, this, why? Like, why is Spike here? Yeah, I don't know. Like, for, seriously, like, besides having him in the episode for the Anya part, like, him and Anya should now be hanging out. Now it that the breakup that happened. Like, yeah. they should be running through the party. She also mentions that she doesn't want to go to the party because she doesn't like the initiative because she used to be a demon mm-hmm. so it'd be really nice if she and spike were together because they both don't like the initiative people yeah and like fuck with the initiative people or fuck something. with the initiative people or be like you know like that guy's like i think i recognize you spike and then anya comes over and it's like oh my god and like pretends to be his boyfriend or like oh some, or like he's a celebrity or or, or, uh, or just not celebrity but like pretend to be his boyfriend like oh hmm. he's from out of town or something like that throws that guy off just yeah interact do something you mentioned that you guys don't like these people and are afraid of them Mm -hmm. but you're just walking around their party willy-nilly yeah i don't know so then we go back to the spin the bottle game and it's xander's turn he spins it and it lands on julie and then he's like nailed it i know right (laughs) what a lucky spin huh (laughs) no he's that's military guy training oh yeah that's true he knows exactly the physics needed to land on the the lady, the apple of his eye. And so he's like, all right, well, lucky me. I guess it's time to kiss you. And he leans in to kiss her. And he starts to get a little, I guess, feeling of guilt or something. And he just kisses her cheek. And he's like, there you go. Did it. Nothing on the rule said that I have to kiss you on the lips. And then she's like, that ain't enough for me, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I was like, okay, Xander does still have feelings for Anya. Like, he's not just like... I mean, he could have just gone in with this kiss and been like, fine, because everyone else is just doing a little peck. But he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to go. And I, I don't really feel right about doing this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then Julie's like, nope, you're not getting away with that shit. She fucking jumps on him and starts riding him and just making out with him. And he's like, hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, this is a lot. And, she, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She gets up. She walks away. And Xander's like, what the hell was that about? Did you think that Anya was going to see him? 
making I out did. with this girl. I did. Like everything in the cinema, the film language was like, oh, Anya's going to see this person. Yep. And get mad at him. Yeah. yeah. And, and it didn't happen. Be like, you broke up with me two seconds ago. Yeah. Well, we and, moved on that fast. And it didn't happen. And I'm fine that it didn't happen. But it's weird that it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like they could have had more drama there. Where is Anya at this point? I she's still at the party, I think. Yeah, I think but, we don't like see her anymore until like later. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, what is she doing? Maybe she's playing spin a separate game of spin the bottle with somebody we, else. We should have seen her getting hit on by some guys because, like Xander mentioned, like oh they're going to be busy hitting on girls, even notice that you're there, and like he didn't mean it the mean way, but she took it that mean way. Like, yeah. like we have all the stuff set up. Yeah, and it would have been interesting to see, like you know. How does after she interact they, with uh, after other they, people? Yeah, like after they quote unquote broke up, mm-hmm. uh, see Xander timid about like just kissing on the cheek and then see guys hitting on Anya and her not feeling good about it. Like, yeah. hey, I'm still like in my feels about this whole Xander thing. Yeah. Or like her just nice. like, just seeing Anya do that Anya thing where she says something like so yeah, <laughs> off like, the wall to someone. Yeah. I bet your penis wouldn't even be good in my vagina or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your penis wouldn't feel the same as Anders. I'm penis. going back to the orgasm wall. You're mean. <laughs> <laughs> so after Julie like runs away, Xander is like investigating. He's trying to figure out where Julie went to figure out what the fuck just happened. Mm-hmm. So he's investigating. He's walking around the party and he stumbles upon the orgasm wall from across the room and he sees that people orgasming. And he's like, What's going on with that wall over there? That's crazy looking. Why does Xander feel like the only adult at this party? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he seems like looking around like, spin the bottle, jeez. Orgasm wall? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> Hostel 17? Come on, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, also, Xander, this is Joe's fashion corner moment. His hair looks pretty good in this scene. Like, it looks different. Is like, he it's a little like longer a, or something. Is he wearing like... What is he wearing? He's wearing like a vest and it's it's like a lot of earth tones, like a brown yeah. long sleeve shirt and a brown vest and like dark blue jeans or something. It's like pseudo military guy. Yeah. Like it looks like he's coming back from a fishing trip or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he sees the orgasm wall and he's like, that looks weird. But then he starts to hear somebody sobbing and he's like, huh, let me go investigate this. And it's a closed door and... He can hear the crying through the door. He's knocking on the door. He's like, Julie, is that you in there? Is everything all right? You doing you okay? Like, I just want to see what happened. Like, what just happened? Like, what's going on? And then we go inside and we see what is happening inside this like Harry Potter closet type of deal. And Julie's in there sobbing and chopping off all of her uh, own hair and being like, I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm so bad. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> right. And she's doing it like not with scissors, but like with a knife. Yeah. So then Willow goes to the bathroom because she's like, Tara said she was going to the bathroom. She's been gone a while. Uh, let me see what's up with this because I haven't seen Tara in a minute. So she goes to the bathroom. She's looking around. Doesn't see Tara. She uh, drinks some water, looks in the mirror, and when she looked in the mirror, I was like, uh-oh, yeah. something going to be in the mirror. Nothing's in the mirror. Nice fake fake out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Then she starts to hear some splashing, 
And she's like, what is that? She looks over, sees that tub, and it's covered again. She opens the like shower curtain, walks over, and she sees that there's somebody drowning in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let me save it. She puts her hands into the tub water. Person disappears. And she's like, what are we dealing with here? She stands up, turns around, and the dude that was drowning in the tub like two seconds ago is standing behind her now. Yeah. She screams. It's like a little boy or uh, like a 12, 13-year-old boy or something. Yeah. Um, so then we go to Riley and Buffy banging, and Riley pauses the action. He goes, did you hear that scream? And Buffy's like, don't worry about it. And then Riley's like, it sounded like Willow screaming. And Buffy's like, fuck Willow. I'm I'm trying to get it in right now, dude. <laughs> He's like, is that Willow? And she goes, doesn't matter. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Like Buffy's like, yeah, we know Willow. She's always screaming. <laughs> so are they having so are the ghosts forcing them to keep having sex yeah i think so (laughs) like i don't know what's going on (laughs) because oh i don't get it is the set is their sex energy powering the ghost powers is that what's happening i think that's what it's supposed to be but do the ghost people want to be powered I thought it was like they wouldn't like sex. So why would they need it to power the their hauntings? Is the sex causing the hauntings? And why would they make an orgasm wall? Like, why is their energy popping out? Like, the orgasm... So all of us... It's just when everything starts... Oh, they go into the sunken place, Riley. And, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Like all of a sudden the bed bed is just like in this black void and they're just, we're pulling away from it. Um, But then there's an earthquake. Oh, hold on. on. Uh, Right? Is that it? Is is that what happens next? Mm, So what happens next is Xander returns to the spin the bottle game Mm -hmm. and he tells all of them like, hey, that girl, Julie, that I smooched on the cheek and that was just riding me two seconds ago. She's in the fucking Harry Potter closet and she's freaking out and they're all like, who gives a shit? Um, so then Willow tries to find Xander or Tyra because they're like, something's going on here. So she finally eventually runs into Xander. She tells him about the ghost tub guy. Tara shows up and she's like, I don't like the energy in this house and I don't want to be here anymore. Uh, spin the bottle happens. The bottle breaks into a million pieces and cuts people that are in the circle. Mm -hmm. And then, so after all that happens, Xander and Willow are like, we got to go get Buffy because this is getting crazy. They go to Buffy's uh, where they're banging in Riley's place and there's like roots under the door as they try and knock on it. And then this is where they go into the sunken place and they're fucking in the sunken place with the bed, which I think was a really cool visual effect. It looked really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Um, Tara walks away from that door and then the earthquake starts. Yeah. Okay. And then and then we go to Spike, who's like, all right, some shit's happening now. <laughs> so... Spike then gets strapped to the chair. Yep. By some magical straps. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Why are they doing this to only the Scooby gang? And why are there trees and plants and stuff? Because, Vance, this is some deep-rooted issues. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that I, really I, the thought process you think they went with? Because it makes no sense. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I saw I just, that and I was, I was like, is that what they're going for? Like, like, why are they strapping Spike, who has done nothing but just sit in a chair and drink a beer, mm-hmm. to the, like, th- this goes to my issue with ghost stories in general. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I'm not against ghost stories. Sometimes they can be done well. But sometimes the ghosts are just playing around <laughs> when they can just kill people or stop people. Like, you could just lock all the doors. If you can magically make straps come up, right, and lock a dude to a chair, you could have done that to everybody. If you mm-hmm. can magically lock the door that they're in with tree branches that come out of everywhere, you could do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So after Spike gets strapped to the chair, Graham and Forrest know stuff's going on. They're like, we got to go to the initiative. It's time to go to the base. People are freaking out. They're running out the door. They go up to the mirror in plain sight. Yeah. They get the retinal scan. Wait, and Graham then, is stuck. Trying, yeah, I was like, going to say. Yeah, Graham is Graham's like, like possessed by Bible. something. He's like quoting Bible uh, quotes, verses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Forrest looks at Graham and he's like, what the fuck is up with you, dude? And he just grabs him and throws him into the elevator with yeah, him. Yeah, I was like, don't take the elevator with this psycho. That yeah, might be dude, possessed. that's what I was saying. That's what I was thinking. Like, what are, I was you, like, doing? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, he's going to go down there. He's going to wreak havoc. I yeah. like Graham is going to go wild out when he's in the initiative. He's going to yeah. free everybody. And then as everyone's like running out of the party, Anya's like looking for Xander or something. But they do take the initiative. They do take the mirror in front of people. People are still running down that hallway. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, man. Yeah. This initiative secret operation is <laughs> not so secret. Yeah, I'd be running out like, is there a secret door behind that mirror? Ah! Yeah, like, 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 oh, what the fuck was like, that? Yeah. Is, I'm never going back to the Lowell house. <laughs> yeah, the Lowell house is wild. They do have that orgasm wall, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the feature of the Lowell house. <laughs> dude um so anya's looking around for people that she knows and then this girl is running towards anya and she just runs right through her like a ghost spike just breaks free out of his his straps and then all the gang leaves the the house what is the apparition doing that runs right through anya besides like giving us plot fuel like why yeah. are you running <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know man and i also like how weak are the straps like how weak is your spell that like spike could just like lift his arm and be like i'm out well that's what i don't get like that's my issue with ghosts like it's like it's whatever we want and then it ends whenever we want it to end Mm -hmm. because the ending of this is just abrupt yes yeah so the gang all leaves the house and then julie the girl that xander kissed she leaves the house and she's got a fucking straight up like bald head and like a little bit of patches. I was like, yeah. damn, she put in work on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god. Xander's like, I dodged a bullet. He's <laughs> like, I'm going back to Anya. <laughs> Let's never break up again. <laughs> the, the end of this episode tries to make it like an Anya Xander redemption story, which it does not. It does not follow the arc for that at all. Yeah. So Forrest and Graham are at the initiative. And Forrest looks at Graham. He's like, yo, you good? And Graham's like, yeah, sorry. I was freaking out for a half a second. And I was like, <laughs> wait, that's it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, 
What? <laughs> hey, man, that was crazy. That was a crazy 15 seconds, wasn't yeah. it? I'm happy this ghost stuff doesn't transport to below the building. Where right? We're <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, what? And then the guy, one of the guys comes like, oh, thanks. We're trying to send a message to you. Uh, some of communications have been scrambled. Yeah, some, some of the cells are open. So uh, we need you guys to do what you do best or whatever. Yeah. But, and I'm like, hey. One of the people you were looking for was at your party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> and also, like, so it looks like they got a new fucking head stooge down at the initiative, yeah. too. I, this is a like character actor them. I've seen in a bunch of stuff before, too. I don't yeah. know his name, but yeah. So now the gang is outside of the house, and they're trying to figure out what to do. And Xander is there being like, we need to go back in because Buffy's still in there. They're, she's in there with Riley. And Anya's like, fuck that. I'm not going back in there. Number one, it's initiative, dudes. Number two, it's haunted. And Spike's like, you know what? I do think that we should go back in. I'm with Xander. You know, you know, I, I know that we've been all at odds and we've had our history. And, you know, I've tried to kill Buffy a lot of times. And you know what? Now that I actually am thinking about it, I'm I'm out. See you guys. He just like walks away. Yeah, this would be cool if it wasn't the second time in this show that he's done it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like he did it when they tried to get him to help Faith. He did it like yeah. another time. I'm like, yeah, now I don't know why you're around. Yeah. Like I was That's... expecting, oh, Spike and Xander are going to go in here and just like try to save him mm-hmm. or something. I don't know why. But now that Spike is like, I'm just leaving. I'm like, well, you guys stabbed this dude already. Yeah, he's not helpful at all, and he's just like, he's a he, nuisance. He treats you guys like shit. You guys were never friends. It's not like where you have that friend that annoys you, but you've been friends with him so long that you just keep him around. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to kill you every time you guys hang out with him. Yeah. Like, Willow, do you really want this guy around? He's kidnapped you twice, threatened you. Yeah. Like yeah. you. Uh, uh, like, and now they just don't give a reason for him to like hang around with these people he keeps saying how much he hates them yeah but he's always around them yeah Yeah. like if anything i would have been cool if he like bonded with anya and was like we at least are on the same level of like ex ex demon type people you know like yeah something like as soon as he did this when he was given the speech about like you know what maybe i will go in I was like, he's not going in. And then he's like, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm not going in. And I was like, yeah, wh- wh- why are we doing this again? He should have left when she told him it was an initiative place. Yeah, he should have never went. <laughs> yeah. He should have left when Xander was screaming Hostel 17. I would walk. It's a long walk from the bronze to this place. And I would like Spike to be with me as a vampire to fight the other vampires that are going to try to eat me on the walk. So mm-hmm. that, that's my thing. Um, so Anya's still after Spike leaves, Anya's like, No, let's just bail. And Xander's like, You know what? All of you motherfuckers are pussies. I'm going in and I'm gonna save Buffy, which is very in line with what Xander does. Like, that's what, just what the dude does. He's like, I'm gonna go save my friend. And I was like, That's uh, good on you, Xander. Like, yeah. and Anya's like, Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she was annoying when we were watching cartoons. She can die for all I care. <laughs> and it's not even like a Xander, I love Buffy thing here. It's just like, yeah, she's my friend. I'm going to go save her. Yeah. I mean, 
it's also weird that Willow doesn't say anything or like or go in with him. <laughs> like they're just quiet over there. Her and Tara, like, um, we're yeah. really powerful, but I'm with yeah. Anya here. Fuck him. Yeah, you're fucking just a regular dude with no superpowers and no go on in, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So Xander's like, I'm going in. He goes in, takes like three steps into the, into the house. He's like, Buffy, I'm coming to save you. And then he just gets launched out of this house. <laughs> he just gets shoved so far and so hard out of the house. And then he rolls over and then everyone's like, you know, maybe we should go get Giles. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Giles thing. Yeah. And then they're like, well, he said that he's going to the espresso pump, but he did say not to bother him. And I don't know if we should go and bother him because, you know, he's doing his grown up stuff. And then it cuts. It was like, how would you not go to bother him? Buffy's trapped in the house that everything went haywire. I think this takes precedence yeah. over whatever Giles is trying to, like, hook up with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> now, but, before we get to this, yeah, did okay. you think about, did you have any idea of what he was doing? I thought that he was either going to be meeting up with A, Olivia, B, Joyce. Now, Olivia or, flies in and just shows up right at his door. He doesn't pick her up at the airport or nothing. <laughs> she just like, he's like, you take the cab straight to my place. Joyce, potentially. That would have been awesome. Or some kind of watcher thing. Yeah, I thought he was going to be meeting with some group of like, introduce new people thing mm -hmm. i didn't realize it was at the espresso pump i didn't hear that part in that scene because mm -hmm. then another thing i was thinking of it could have been him working at the espresso pump oh my god that would have been fucking hilarious Xander would have never let him hear the end of it oh no he wouldn't have yeah. i i miss their like mm -hmm. uh back and forth they <laughs> have such animosity toward each other but instead of all of that, mm -hmm. we go to the espresso pump and Giles is playing his acoustic guitar. It's like he's the musical entertainment at this espresso pump, like open mic or just like ambiance music. He's got an earring in. He's got a black turtleneck and a, like a tan blazer. He's got some brown pants on. And he's singing, and dude is great. Like, he sounds really good. Yeah, it's definitely, like, pre-recorded, and he's, like, lip-syncing over it. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. What's the song he's doing? He's on a cover, right? I'm not sure what the song is. I forget is. what it is, but, yeah. But he sounds great. The gang shows up, and they're all aghast. They're wide-eyed, wide-jawed. They're like, oh, my God. And then Willow's like, I always knew I had a crush on Giles. And this is proof positive that I was right. And my thought was, did she? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Really I don't doing. remember. I don't remember these scenes where I was like, I just remember her being mad that he had a TV and she thought, oh, he was just a book reader the whole time. Mm -hmm. I don't remember a moment where she was like crushing on him. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, like, uh, like outwardly so. Like, I know, mm -hmm. like, 
in the discourse of talking about the show, people are like, man, like Giles is a zaddy, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but like she was so into Xander and obsessed with Xander for those first few seasons that it, mm-hmm. I don't think there was ever a like, oh, yeah, Giles. Yeah. So I when she find. says this, yeah. So when she says this and I'm sure I'm sure in discord, people will bring up from their like 15 rewatches that they're like, oh, this is a moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, but. Exhibit A, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> we get all the receipts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't. When she said it here, I was like, this is shocking to me. Yeah. Well, she's like, I always had a crush on Giles. And then Xander's like, please don't say that. And then Willow's like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, this is sexy. And then Anya's like, I got to agree with with Willow here. Like, this is pretty sexy. And Tara says nothing (laughs) (laughs) Tara's not like what are you talking about Willow or like yeah or like she thinks the same thing or she's like she said I could kind of see it like she doesn't she says something like not really my type (laughs) (laughs) human I mean uh (laughs) um yeah I don't yeah I felt like Tara should have had something like mm-hmm. an eye roll? Maybe she had an eye roll. I don't know. Um, Now, did you think that Giles noticed them being there? They looked like it was a shot where he saw them, but he kept playing. Yeah, That's what I thought, yeah, too. Yeah. But they're all there like, oh, my God, Giles. And he's like, why am I surprised that they're here? Yeah. I should have never said where I was going to be. Exactly. Well, that's mistake number one. <laughs> should have told him you were going to the bronze. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Um, so back at the frat house, the tree roots, lint branches thing, it's grown all around Riley and Buffy's door. And Riley is like, whew, whew, all right, that was good. And Buffy's like, you're not done yet, buddy. You keep <laughs> touching me. And Riley's like, I'm as close to you as I can possibly be. And Buffy's like, that ain't enough. <laughs> Uh, Xander's having flashbacks of hooking up with Faith (laughs) trying to say no Uh, so then the gang fills Giles in on the situation and then they're like yeah all this crazy shit's happening Buffy and Riley are still there they've been banging through it all and Giles is like Jesus Xander goes oh they've been doing it and then Giles is like it what is it doing what and he's like, surely, surely not doing all the calam- calamity. <laughs> and like, I'm like, dude, you were like, you were hip. You knew. You knew what yeah. was happening. Maybe it's a British thing. He doesn't know that we use it for like yeah. doing it. So then they do a little bit of research and they discover that the frat house was built on a former juvenile delinquent house or something. I love the quick research. It looks like she's looking through a photo album. Yeah. I would love for one time them to do research and just what they decide is the problem, just be completely wrong about it. I would love if they just can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's too many books. They like, just show up guns ablaze, cross ablazing. They'll show up and Willow will have like 30,000 page books. Yeah. And they're like looking through all of them like. Hey, wait, I found something. It's like, no way. This isn't even in English. Yeah. 
So they're like, well, it's built upon this like ancient juvenile delinquent burial ground. <laughs> it must be haunted. <laughs> Not it was a like an old. But... It was like an old. The frat was an old like house for children, and I guess they're like, oh, did any of them die there? And they're like, well, if children die somewhere, then obviously. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know how Sunnydale High School was haunted because everyone died there? <laughs> like, how the bronze is haunted because everyone dies there? Yeah. Like, no. But that's the that's the ghost myth. So they figure out who was the uh, headmaster at this place. And it's a woman named Julianne. Julianne Gen- Holt. Gen- Genevieve Holt. Genevieve Holt. Yeah. Um. So then they're like, well, she was the head of the place. She's still alive. Let's go over to question her about what were the goings on there. Same night. I'm sure this elderly woman is awake. Yeah. <laughs> so they go over to her house. <laughs> and, and letting in a bunch of strangers. Yeah. yeah. An old guy and then a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. Tara's not with them anymore, right? I think that she is. Is she with them? Okay. But... They question her. They ask her about the place and they're like, hey, so like, what was up with this place? And she's like, I took care of these kids. You know, they were they were going through some rough stuff and I took care of them. I fed them. I bathed them. I, you know, showered them and I taught them about the Lord. And then they're like, did you ever notice any kind of, you know, hauntings or anything? And she's like, that sounds crazy. (laughs) They're like, did any of the kids die? (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, what? What I took care of them really good. I mean, I did punish them if their thoughts were dirty, if they were acting dirty. And they're like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, they thought that I didn't know about all their freaking freakiness and their sexual natures and them being dirty little kids. So they, if they kept doing that, I knew that they would never get into the kingdom of heaven and they would just fall victim to the sin of lust. So, you know, I punished them. A girl that would be too sexy, I'd chop all of her hair off. Uh, kids that were acting unruly, I'd basically drown them and say I was baptizing them. And, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> like, she's just like an open book. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, she's so proud of this part of her thing. Yeah, she's not like, like, what are you talking about? I got a bunch of awards for being a good lady. Not like, oh, some of them graduated and then went to do this. Like, are all these kids dead? Because, like, do not any of them live in Sunnydale? Well, it's like, did they die because they're ghosts? And how did they're, she outlive all of them? But they were like, they're not ghosts. They're apparitions. They try to oh, they're poltergeists this. or something? Yeah, and I was just like, what are we doing? Yeah. Just and kill then, the Like, we... we Adam dissected a kid. Just say these kids died and, like, let's keep it moving. Like, Yeah. But Giles stands up. He's, like, wagging his finger in her face. And she's like, you abused all of these children and you made them abused adults. And and she's like, the, the lady uh, is like Miss Holt or whatever. She's like, you know what? Get out of my house. Get out. You're all impure. I can smell the sin on every one of you. And they, so they leave. <laughs> and Sandra goes, says... She who smelt it, dealt it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Xander. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's a Xander line. It is definitely a line. It definitely is. Um, it absolutely is. I didn't like this part so much because it's like this lady did her damage. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of reprimand her. Mm-hmm. Get like limited answers. Like this doesn't really answer anything that much. And then this lady just goes on living her life. It's like, all right. 
So and what? she's like, get out of my house. And you're like, all right. And she's got a bunch of crosses up, so like, she's good. Yeah. Unless she invites a vampire and for coffee. Yeah. Because um, we know that crosses don't do shit to vampires anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's so weird. And it's like, so these kids are, man, they're power. So hold on yeah, a second. Okay. Yeah. Just so they, they leave and Xander and Anya are with Giles. And this is the theory that Giles comes up with. <laughs> okay. Giles is like, I believe it's a teenager poltergeist born from sexual energy. And the poltergeist is sucking the sexual energy from Buffy and Riley and feeding on them. And if they don't stop having sex, they'll die. Because <laughs> they're like, it's like they're the battery that's powering all this sexual ghost activity. And if the battery runs out, they die. And I was like... Wait, if the battery runs out, who dies? Buffy and Buffy Riley? Buffy and Riley die. If they keep having sex? Yes. And they can't stop having sex? Yeah, because of the ghosts. So the ghost is making them have sex? I think it's like that. <laughs> yeah, it's so confusing. And then the ghost is punishing people for, for having, having sex. But then also giving the, but also giving the gift of the orgasm wall. Yeah. What are the what? What and are the? Because goals? that's something like the the ghost has to be giving that through the wall because like Buffy and Riley do not have supernatural powers that are shooting out of them necessarily. Like I'm gonna be real, dude. This is like one of the more confusing ghost situations. And the fact that it's like manifested through a bunch of kids. Uh-huh. And it's like, like super a little sexual, like in a super sexual base. Is yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Tweens and stuff. Yeah. And, and this is a clunky way to be like, hey, chastity only uh, belief like leads people to go like to like a rebel further than like you want. Mm-hmm. Like you're being like, oh, chastity is the only way. It's like, no, we need to teach safe sex. And like sex is a natural thing. And it's not a sin to have urges because that's just like how people and humans and everything's wired you know yeah so yeah don't like punish kids because they have these sexual urges and stuff so that's like an okay message to have in something yeah the way they're doing it here is like real weird well it it is like i feel like the message of the episode is that but then Mm -hmm. also if you have too much sex it's gonna it's bad for people yeah and it's like how like can buffy and riley have sex again in this place ever i mean buffy and riley were already having sexual problems due to riley doing the get getting basically raped by faith in buffy's body so buffy and riley were already having like some intimacy issues you think that they're gonna not have even more intimacy issues after this (laughs) yeah so every time we have sex it ends the world basically or the whole building gets corrupted like at at the end of this episode they'd be like so what is the thing like is it twice a week is it yeah four, like is it only on like full like not full moons like what what do we have to do like yeah like, are we gonna what's... end the world if we bang <laughs> well that's what just like sucks about that's why i didn't like this episode so yeah. much because it's like every kind yeah. of thing it's like buffy can't have fun ever yeah like she drank beer and then she became a cave woman yeah. uh she has sex with her boyfriend 
like the vampire. and then like vampire, vampire. then fucking had Parker. sex with a normal guy. Uh, yeah, we had sex with Parker, and yeah. it was it ended bad. She has sex with her boyfriend that she's like loves, yeah. and it's like he got uh, like duped into having sex with Faith in her body. <laughs> yeah, and Bert's now, like, oh, he's in the initiative, so I can't even have a normal boyfriend. Then they hook up. Then her body gets switched. Faith is in the body. Now they have sex, and it's like, okay, finally, normal college relationship, having yeah. sex above the initiative. My dream my dream scenario down the hall from Forrest and Graham and now it's like that leads to everybody in the house getting haunted yeah like what? The, the the I just don't like the poo-pooiness of this episode of yeah. like don't do it too much but you can totally have it but See, don't not this too much is why we need Maggie Walsh yes with her camera who would have been looking in the room <laughs> And she would have been like, we have to get up there. We have Unleash to Unleash that Riley. demon. Unleash that demon. Who's, where's the sex demon? Unleash it. I'm sick of Riley fucking. No, she'd be like, oh, no. They're, they're fucking too long. We have to get up there. Someone stop. Code blue. Riley's room. That would have been the perfect payoff. Is that she's watching this as they go into a sunken, sunken place. I mean. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. So then we cut to Riley and Buffy. And they're still banging. They, mention, they say poltergasm. And it made yeah, me think they say of, poltergasm. I think there's like a Family Guy or American Dead. Like, they, I think they've done a couple episodes where like, uh, the wife isn't being satisfied and it's causing like a ghost. Like, it's the the poltergeist, but like with orgasms, like mm -hmm. or lack thereof. So that's mm -hmm. what I was thinking of when I heard that. But yeah. So now the gang goes back to I guess Willow and Tara's dorm. Tara's dorm, and they started. Where were casting they researching, dude? I don't know. It looked like, like some kind of weird like library. library, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. They go back to Tara's, I guess. I don't. I'm not sure exactly where this is. This is definitely their dorm room. It looks like it looks like okay. Willow's dorm room. It okay. Kind of. I think. I don't know. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't quite remember. They had like a poker table. Yeah, and they start casting a spell. Xander and Anya start gathering weapons, and they're like, "Uh, this is a fucking." haunting situation the weapons aren't going to do anything and then they're like we gotta try something and so you just keep getting weapons he took that on a machete yeah <laughs> so anya and xander leave to go wait outside of the haunted house mm -hmm. while tara willow and giles start the spell uh this tara's leading the charge here she starts to do the spell she calls upon the spirits of the children of the Lowell house and it starts working. The children of the Lowell house start appearing before them and they're like, those Hey sexy, dude, those sexy ghost kids. Yeah. Those sexy tween kids. <laughs> yeah, what is going on in this episode? Yeah. I hated it, dude. I, I did not like this episode at all. You know what this episode really big issue is? Buffy is not involved. Yeah. Like for an episode where Buffy's not involved. They don't do enough fun stuff. Like normally we get like a Xander episode or like Willow mm -hmm. has her like vamp Willow episode. Like we, we're missing one of those, I think, this season, right? Or did we Yeah, like a, of, one of their side like, story type yeah. situations where it's like goofy I guess fun. we've had Giles turn into a monster. Yeah, we did yeah, have a kind of Giles-centric episode. But this one seems like a, it's just a waste to have Buffy banging Riley the whole episode. Yeah, and it's also like it doesn't further the Adam story at all i'm okay with one-offs that don't further the story if the one-offs are interesting i just 
it, like last episode we had the Jonathan thing and I was like this feels like a detour from all the drama of Adam and Faith and everything and this one's even more of a detour I feel like it's this, like they just completely forgot about what to do with Adam and I, I guess that maybe well they mentioned Adam with, they teased that one thing that you said yeah but like that's such they're a they're just killing they're literally killing time for the finale yeah that's really the thing. I guess so man but like Adam was supposed to be like the big bad and he's not getting any shine you know I don't know uh, so the, the, the initiative door... was supposed to be the big bad. That's what yeah. I think the big bad should have. Well, that's been. what I'm saying yeah. is I feel Not like Adam we, so much. We need the, it. The initiative the, had the now Maggie Walsh. The, the initiative now is so weak. Yes. <laughs> like they're just letting parties and people are hanging out. And it's like before it was like, I'm going to sneak in there and I'm going to save my boyfriend. Why are they not against Buffy? Like, why is Buffy just able to like hang out at their dorm and bang? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that the. Where it all went off the rails mm-hmm. is when Maggie Walsh disappeared. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen what was going to happen if, you know, I think that we yeah. uh, got some intel, quote unquote intel, about like she wanted more money because she was supposed to be like a bigger part of the show. And then they were like, oh, we'll just fucking kill you off. Yeah. Um, and then I guess they had to just kind of change up a bunch of stuff to finish the season. Yeah. Because I think they had it really going. Like that Maggie Walsh moment was like oh shit she tried to kill buffy yeah and now the whole initiative versus buffy was gonna be real fun yeah and i think they still could have just brought a new dude in and just kept it rolling yeah I mean, but then they kind of like they just dropped that storyline it's a shame man it was kind of like you know when south park they during the trump and hillary election thing they were banking on hillary winning and then they had to change the rest of the season once trump won and it was like a weird worse version of it you remember that? Um, where they made Mr. Garrison Trump, that stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think for them they plan too far ahead, though. Fair. Because they really just write those episodes, like, <laughs> the week of. So I don't think... I mean, they did start... South Park did start doing fuller arcs. Well, I think that they did. But, like, they used to do one... They used to do one-off episodes more than full season-long arcs. I feel like I read an interview with them where they talked about like they were really like kind of thinking that Hillary was going to win and they had an idea where the season was going to go with her as president. And then when Trump won, they were like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have kind of something, but yeah. none of us were expecting this. I mean, that happens when actors drop out. Or something mm-hmm. unfortunate can happen to an actor like uh, your schedule gets changed due to something in the world, yeah. you know, like cast in a movie or, yeah. you know, something like, like the that. Jonathan episode with the school shooting thing. Yeah. 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 You know, like, so things happen, but I don't know yeah. this, this, I don't know if that's still an excuse for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, as the spell is working, the children of the Lowell, they appear before Tara, Willow and Giles, uh, the doors to the house open for Xander and Anya and they go in. And they start to see all of these freaking tree roots. They're like, oh, my God, is this uh, what we have to fight through in order to get to Buffy and Riley? So they start going. They got their machetes. They start hacking at these roots. Tara's still trying to do a spell to, like, release the past uh, yeah. sins or, like, the like grudges that the, the spirits are holding they're, on to. They're conjuring the spirits and then they're just going to try to like talk them out of it and be like, hey, you know all that trauma you went through? It's okay. And then Willow says something really. Willow, yeah, Willow says like, get over it. She's like, our friends are still in there. Get over it. 
That, and then those spirits of the Lowell house are like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that is on par with Buffy telling that girl oh, who's yeah. being abused. Yeah, why don't you duck? Yeah. Try not getting not hit get in the face. Like, whoa. <laughs> the messaging sometimes in this show, man. Like, yeah. get over it. Yeah. Like, like, it's supposed to be played for fun, but, like, you just saw Giles chew out the old lady about traumatizing these kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, it does backfire on Willow because it's like as soon as she says get over it, the spirits are like, get the what? Get over it. Fuck you. And then they just go back to the house. And yeah, Tara's like, looking at Willow like, what the fuck was that, dude? And they like push the table away. Like, yeah. ghosts, are, ghosts are super powerful. Just kill people if you want to kill them. I don't know. Yeah. What, that's my problem with ghost stories. Like they can do whatever they want. Well, they go back to the house and they do start attacking like Xander and Anya and and Xander gets transported to the tub and he's drowning and Anya's flung off the second story of the house and they do the neck snap sound when she mm-hmm. falls. And I was mm-hmm. like, did they kill her right here? Like that'd be crazy. Yeah. But she gets up and she's like, Enough of this. Like yeah. Anya's like so annoyed. She's like, Get yeah. the f- are you serious? She goes upstairs. She's chopping at the roots. She goes to the tub. She saves Xander wait, wait, from being drowned. Before that, a sharp vine goes straight through her hand. Yeah, that's true. Like, to the point where that hand is no longer functional. Like, it yeah, just it's stabbed. all bloody. It went straight through. Like, And now she's like, she gets up there. She drags Xander out of the water. Mm-hmm. And they go. They're still, and, like, and it feels like they're hugged together. Like, this is like... The point of the episode is that they're back together like a love story. Yeah, I mean, what? they're 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 walking through what I I thought that they had already gotten into Riley's room. No, they but, tried to open the door, and then that's when the ghost came back and pushed them yeah. down the hallway and pushed her off. So now they're walking through the halls, and they're getting attacked by all these roots. And there is a, a remaster issue. I don't know if you caught this. I didn't. But uh, you can see a person holding the roots on the side <laughs> and just like yanking them on Anya. <laughs> Dude, they, they don't duck. Like Xander gets slashed across the face and like yeah. falls. And you're like, oh my God, did he lose an eye. Yeah. <laughs> and then looks like, you know what? Maybe crawl through this. And my thing again, ghost stories. If you can like magically make him go into the bathroom and push people off the balcony, why can't you do it a second time? Yeah. Why Try can't it again. you just why can't you strap them down like you did Spike? Don't give up ghosts. Yeah. But they do and they you know Xander and Anya are slashing their way through the roots because these are some deep rooted issues, Vance. Maybe uh, the Spike straps were like she used to strap kids to chairs. I guess so, but she doesn't explain that when Does she's she? talking about all the evil that she's done. And what did Spike do that deserved that besides being a vampire? <laughs> like, no clue man but they finally get to Buffy and Riley's room and they open the door and Buffy and Riley jerk up and they look over at the door and Xander and Anya are there they're all beaten and bloody Xander's got a huge scrape across his face he's holding they're both holding machetes Mm -hmm. and then Buffy goes Xander don't you knock and I was like all of that for that payoff, all of this peril for Buffy to be like, Xander, could you have just called their room? 
I don't like. Did the I, door I mean, have to be open? Like what? What? Like what had to happen to stop these two from having sex? I don't know. I, I mean, earlier when he heard Willow scream, they didn't pay attention to it, so they couldn't do that. I don't think a phone call would have worked. Yeah, I so, think that you just didn't have to open the door. But they could still hear stuff that was happening outside of yeah. the room. They weren't technically like in. I guess once they went to the sunken place, but. I thought when they opened the door, they would have to get in there and then, like, fight them and then, like, you know, like, wrestle them back down into the, like, it was just like they were just sitting there. Yeah. And then all the, like, branches and stuff were gone when they opened the door. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And that's how it was solved. You just had to open it. You just had to open the door. <laughs> yeah. And Anya and Xander look like, you assholes. Yeah. But it's Man. weird that they made it Xander and Anya like it was, like, them coming together to save a cause when Anya was like, I don't want to do this at all. Well, it was also kind of interesting to have Xander and Anya's issues be, we're not having sex enough. And Mm -hmm. then Buffy and Riley are the ones having all the sex and it led to all this chaos. And maybe Anya saw the error of her ways of like wanting to have sex all the time. Yeah. I don't, Anya and Xander were having more sex than Riley and Buffy probably. Yeah. I mean, they just weren't having it in that house. But, like, they would leave every event to go have sex. Yeah. Like, I don't think Xander and Anya stayed anywhere long enough to, like, make it to the end of the Like, even in the weird, in the weird Jonna-verse, where Jonathan's the cool guy, like, (laughs) they, they're fucking each other. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's the next day now. Buffy and Riley and everybody's all, the gang's all there and they're all like, man... I can't believe it. I'm, I would be traumatized. I'm still traumatized uh, hearing about all the stuff that happened. And they're like, yeah, Giles was playing acoustic guitar at the espresso pump. <laughs> Willow's like, I still think it was pretty sexy. And, and Yeah, uh, when she brings up again, I'm like, whoa, what are we yeah. doing? You got an elbow in the gut from uh, Tara. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and Xander's like, please stop. I will pay you to stop talking like this. <laughs> um, so then Buffy and Riley are like, yeah, also that whole sex demon thing. Like, sorry about that, guys. You were just like too enthralled with each other. We were blaming ourselves about this whole sex demon thing. There's nothing wrong with what they were doing. Yeah, they were like, we just couldn't control ourselves. Like, it couldn't control ourselves. It was like, I had no control over everything. And Willow's like, yeah, it must have been horrible. And then Buffy and Riley look at each other like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, horrible. Yeah, terrible. Never wish it upon my my worst enemies. All the fucking sex that we were having. I don't know. And that's it. Wait, no. So then, this is the thing that got me. Riley goes... Glad no one got injured. And I was like, bitch, do you not see Xander and Anya and that girl Julie's head? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? No one got injured. <laughs> like, I forgot about that. Like line. he said that line and then he cut and they're like all beaten up and bloodied over there. And I'm like, yo, Anya, if you don't get up and slap Riley in his face right now. <laughs> glad no Poke one got him in injured. his stomach. Poke him in his little fucking skewered stomach, and we don't Ow. get we don't get any payoff of like Graham and Forrest, like yeah. when they went down to the initiative. Like, yeah, Graham was literally catatonic, spitting out Bible verses for like five seconds, and he went down. He took an elevator ride, and he was like, "I'm cool." Yeah, 
I thought yeah. everyone was going to get horny. I thought everyone was going to start making out and having sex. Mm. I, like, I don't know. I don't get, like, why the one girl, Julie, became really sex crazed, but the rest of the spin-the-bottle people didn't. Yeah. You were right. It was like they were only focused on the Scooby gang. Was it? Yeah. It was like they only focused on, like, the Scooby gang friends. And then Julie. But Julie, because she was around yeah, Xander. But, yeah. I said know. it before. I'll say it one more time. Not a big fan of this one. It was, it was still, like, decent. Like, even, like, a bad episode of Buffy is still, like, entertaining enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, just, uh, it's just like sometimes their messaging. It's just like, yeah, it, this one was confusing, man. Yeah, is is and, Buffy and Riley wrong for having sex? Is is uh, is Xander and Anya having too much sex? Is is too much sex is now the problem? But then mm-hmm. you have the scene with him chiding the kids for being lustful and or her for being mean to the kids, and he's like, "You traumatized them." Like, what is, what is this? Is it? safe sex only like i don't know what they're trying to say yeah it could have been a lot more clear safe safe sex in moderation everyone (laughs) (laughs) and then uh also not really furthering the adam story yeah i i don't care which i'm already not that big a fan of adam but like then they just abandon it it feels like um but next episode vance is titled New Moon Rising. Oh, is yeah. Is Oz coming back? Oz is back. Oz is back. And <laughs> he's going to see her with Tara and be confused. <laughs> or is this also like a Adam uh, gathering his army for the final how three episodes? This is episode 19. There's 22 episodes. Yeah, we got four more left. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Adam storyline is only going to be like an episode or two. We don't need that much. All right. What are well, they going hope... to gonna find him? He's going to show Riley a disc. Someone's going to stab someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope that Oz does come back. I miss Oz. Oz is fun. Maybe he's uh, got like a gang of werewolves that are good werewolves or something. We've only seen two werewolves, three werewolves this whole. No, two. We've only seen two. two. And one yeah. has been Oz. Oz and then. What was the girl's name? Veruca. Veruca. Wow. I know. I dug that nice, one Nice, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Us B <laughs> names got to stick together. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So that's a wrap, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, follow the Instagram at BoysWatchingBuffy. Email BoysWatchingBuffy at Gmail. Join the Discord. We have a lot of fun, lively conversations. Not just about Buffy. We talk about Taco Bell. People have been posting my acting reel and <laughs> shit like yeah. that. It's, it's getting wild in there, man. Getting wild. Well, we like yeah. it. It's fun. Keep it up. Yeah. Everyone. We have hot hot or not debates. Yeah. Uh, it's good times. And, and we also talk about, you know, Angel, where we talk about boys watching Angel uh, and the boys watching movies stuff. We have channels for those, mm-hmm. which yeah, it's a lot of fun on the Discord. Join the Patreon, patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy, where we have boys watching Angel and boys watching movies. And um, if you want to get a freaking shout out, rate and review on Apple Podcasts or give a five star rating on Spotify and screenshot it, DM it to me at Joe Welke. And while you're there, you know, give me a follow. You know, I post a bunch of 
trapeze and comedy stuff or whatever. Uh, give Vance a follow on Twitter. It's oh, I don't know it. Uh, you have, is that Vance? Is Twitter. that Vance? And you can follow me on Instagram too. Links are on the Buffy Boys Watching Buffy one. You know, you can find us if you want to find us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. somebody Googled me and found my acting reel, so there we go. I think that was Shisha shout out in yeah. Discord. So <laughs> big, shout big Shisha shout out to you again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got the chops. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it spelled that way. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But uh, that is it, everybody. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for next time when we talk about New Moon Rising. You know, for a god of acoustic rock, you're kind of naive. I didn't think you meant... In the midst of all that, do you really think they were keeping it up? Oh, for a different phrasing. Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.